Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. All right, I was wrong. Transferring players, especially quarterbacks in college football, actually turns out to be a really good thing. Rivals has arrived. All right, welcome to another edition of Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck here. And yes, we're going to talk about quarterbacks again because this, no. is, this is Jason's favorite subject. He <laughs> loves to talk about quarterbacks. Dismembering them. He has them. dreams about quarterbacks. He misses quarterbacks. And he spent his entire career chasing quarterbacks. Unfortunately, oh, so nice. he never caught one. Oh! oh. 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 Wow. Oh. Oh. All right, he caught two. Uh, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half catches in his career. So, a lot of players today are are, are transferring. Yeah, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts is going to uh, o- Oklahoma, which I think is really exciting. Fields, the guy at uh, who was who was who was the top recruit in the entire country at Georgia. It, because he couldn't beat out the Fromm kid, so he's going to Ohio State. So you have yeah. two high-profile programs that they're leaving from to go to other high-profile programs. And I've been of the opinion, this is a bad thing. This is not good. Not good at all. It's, it, it, is, it is like these guys are never the same. It's, it's stay with your program, you know, tough it out, make, make the situation work. And these guys are like, yeah, see you later. I'm I'm not sticking around for this. And I've always felt where a kid like who was at BYU, uh, Jake Heaps, who who was who was a super high recruit for BYU, he takes off and leaves. Yeah, you have Jack Tuttle at Utah, who was the highest recruit ever to come, the highest starred recruit ever. Of course, that was I was there before stars, so I would have had a higher star rating. But that's that's a whole other subject. And 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 he leaves, and you just go, man, this doesn't work out. But then I started looking and doing some research, Jason, and I found some fascinating transfers. I I I, I didn't know about some of them, and some of them I actually knew about, and I was like, um, yeah, that it turned out quite well. I mean, Good you decision. have. You have guys that won Super Bowls off of it. You've had guys that have been Hall of Famers from it, guys that have won Heisman trophies over it, guys who've won national championships because yeah. of it. And it's all because they transferred. Yeah. I, I think Scott, I think it comes back to, you know, some of the discussions we've had on the NFL and the NFL being a system league. You know, the college has, you gotta be in the right system for yourself in college as well. And people just don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Sometimes you can get a position coach that is the most abusive coach on the planet. You can sit in a meeting and, and just smell that he doesn't like you. And he's not, you're never going to get an opportunity there. So I, I, I agree with players having the opportunity to be able to leave and look for better pastures. Now, they gotta, 
sometimes they're wrong, right? Sometimes players, you know, it's a selfish person, and they and they just don't see it right, and they do. They would be better off staying there, but a lot of times, I think most of the time, it is good for them to have that ability to move. I I almost transferred after my first spring ball at uh, BYU. I was really unhappy after spring ball. My, my first year at BYU because I wasn't starting and I deserved to start. And I was I called up Texas and I was leaving. And they, they said my scholarship was still there and I was gone. And then Lavelle Edwards called me in the office and said, this is after spring ball, and told me I was going to be the starting right defensive end, you know, in the fall, and I, I stayed. So, you know, you know things, things work out. But I, I think in a case like Heaps that you mentioned, I think BYU totally mismanaged Heaps. You know, from my standpoint, you know, watching from outside the program, I think they threw a young quarterback in the fire way too soon and asked too much of him early on as a freshman. Now, he might have been whining and complaining, you know, he needed to start, you know, the only way he's going to be, you know, come there. But you got to build those expectations correctly and control a young personality. Like I say, buddy, now's not your time. You're not quite ready. You need to work a little bit in this. You put you in early, it can look bad, which it did. Let me throw a couple of names out at you. Troy Aikman. Did you know that Troy Aikman no. transferred? No. Right. You know where he started? Oklahoma. Went Oklahoma to UCLA. He right? went. He went to UCLA. Yeah. Which I never knew. I mean, and this is back. This this is back in you know probably eighty six, eighty seven. This is a long yeah. time ago when you know when he actually transferred, and he won a couple of Super Bowls and went in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And and he was just fine. And so he's just one of those guys I sacked, by the way. Yeah, exactly. You know, one of the two. If you're wondering. One of the two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and I, I was I, I forgot about Troy Aikman. I actually knew that, and yeah. it was all it was all about what you're talking about. It was about where the system changed at Oklahoma. It didn't fit his style. Yeah. He was he was more of a, a throwing quarterback, and so they were going to Barry Switzer and and more of a, you know the option type of of system and he goes i can't yeah, do be that a pro style quarterback so see you later and 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 the rest is history and then and then there's troy aikman yeah uh which which i i that that kind of surprised me just a little bit yeah i i those those kind of it's funny what you see once you once you dig a little bit and you weren't you weren't aware of it you know it's just like when i was uh in the locker room in the nfl we got talking and one of the guys just goes well i was at jc before i went to ucla and all of a sudden, we all started talking, and it was like a big chunk of the NFL locker room were JC players before they went to guys the, that moved around. Yeah, they went. They left a major program, went to a JC to get a chance to you know transfer, transferred to another you know good program. And there's a ton of JC players you know in the NFL locker room, but everybody thinks of them as oh he went to UCLA or he went to USC or BYU. Here, or here's whatever. another one for you, Nick Foles. Yeah. Nick, Nick Foles, who's Super Bowl winning quarterback. Philadelphia Eagles, he started at Michigan State. And there was Brian Hoyer, who's been in okay NFL court. I mean, you know, and, and guess who the other guy was? Kirk Cousins. Really? All at Michigan State. All at Michigan State. And so he leaves, and guess where he ends up? Arizona. Like Arizona, out in the middle of the desert, away from everything. And you're just like, what? How did, how did that happen? Yeah. So, um, you know, that was another one of those situations where I'm like, wow, you know, that that ended up being a really good move for him, yeah. a really good move for him. And I, you know, there, and there's there's Russell Wilson's another guy. Russell Wilson, he transferred from, uh, I can't remember 
and then he went to he went to Wisconsin. Uh, did he transfer from Wisconsin? And I, I don't. And I was like, oh yeah, Russell Wilson. Yeah, I had no idea that that he was another another guy that actually that actually transferred, yeah. which which I think is is a crazy move. I mean, and then Kyler Murray this last year, where he starts at Texas A and M. I mean, the story of Kyler Murray is crazy because here's a guy five million dollars gonna go play baseball. Then he transfers, goes, and just wants one year of football. Just give me, just let me get my fix, and then I'm done. I'm out of here. Wins the Heisman Trophy, and all of a sudden they go, wait a minute, kid. He gives back his signing bonus, and now he's going to go pl- try to play in the NFL. Really? That is an amazing story right there, to see somebody do that. Cause I... See, Jason, I always felt like this was more of you, you, you stick it out. Like, yeah, yeah there's going to be, a, you know, tough bumps, and – and I and I felt like it was these kids being spoiled brats, like uh, if it's yeah. you know if it's not working out my way, I'm I think the go generation is much more spoiled, no question. And they, I think they, I think they're wanting to play way too early, like they're coming out of high school demanding to play their freshman year. And I mean, skilled players can get away with it a little more, you know, than than the front seven. Obviously, it takes a little more physical development. And so much more punishing, but I, I think there there is some spoiled rotten generation involved in it. They have a little too many expectations, and they do transfer too quickly in some situations. But you know what? I'm very pro kid and athlete, and I think this goes all the way down into the high school level, Scott. Because I think there's kids in high school that can get completely screwed over in a bad situation. I witnessed it. I helped. I was a defensive coordinator for multiple high schools. I worked under four different head coaches. Two of them were world-class men. Two of them were buffoons. And I sat in meetings where I listened to a high school head coach talk about kids that deserve to start. And I talk about a fullback, for instance, a kid that was not my kid, somebody else's. And I said, that kid deserves to start a fullback, and we need him. He said, that kid will never play a down for me. And I'm listening to this coach pick out one, two, three, four kids that he just wanted to ruin their lives. And I'm, and I'm arguing on behalf of these kids in a, a meeting with the head coach. And I'm going, these kids deserve a chance to go play somewhere else. You know, if, if the coach feels that bad, he should help that kid and that family go play somewhere else, right? I mean, this, this, what we're talking about in college, I think, fits all the way down to the high school level because there's a lot of kids that aren't getting that opportunity to play, even if it's in this you know, yeah. quarterback situation or somewhere else, that just going to another school and a coach that's right for them and a coach that likes them and believes in them gives them an opportunity to fulfill their potential. I think it's a win for everybody. It certainly uh, has changed my perspective on it. Just yeah. looking through this and going, yeah. living through know, it. Yeah. yeah, you know what? This this might not be a bad thing to actually. Leave. Okay, um, this round of rivals is over. It's over. I gotta say goodbye till next week. Yes. What the heck, just Scott? Say goodbye to the next episode. Dave. Okay, let's go to a movie, man. I just let's let's, let's go to a movie. <laughs> hey, we'll we'll go watch them pop pimples. Love that. No. Stuff. All right, you can text rivals to six five five three seven. You can also go on. Uh, Facebook at the Rivals Podcast or on Twitter at the Rivals Show. Anyways, until then, we'll catch you soon. See ya.